What is going on, everybody? It's back. It's WTF Wednesday. We are going to be talking about something that is really, really a high concern for so many of my clients right now, and also a lot of you in my DMs who have recently reached out to me for free at-home workouts. And the main thought and concern is that right now, during this time, am I going to lose all of this muscle that I've worked so hard to build, right? And here's where you are going to receive some education so that you can understand that right now, it really comes into first understanding how muscle works, how calories work, right? And also remembering that this is a time where it's important to remember that we have to adapt to what is going on because of the fact that our gym is closed, right? And now I know that so many of you are struggling to incorporate working out at home, right? Maybe you don't have a lot of space or you don't have a lot of equipment, right? But what also really matters during this time is that you do something, something, okay? So getting right into it, assuming that you stop all forms of physical training, right? But you are still eating around your maintenance calories and definitely making sure that you are eating enough protein, right? A loss of muscle, right, probably won't start to happen roughly until two weeks of you just not doing anything, right? So if you are really struggling right now to think that body weight workouts are going to make you not lose your progress, right, or you're feeling maybe like you're too good for them, like you have just so much experience in the weight room and that what's the point of me doing that, right? So here's where it's important to remember that you will experience a greater loss of muscle than those choosing to be active even without gym access. So it's really, really important here to put your ego aside and realize that if you decide to do nothing at all, you are going to lose muscle in a faster way versus if you are to take part in some type of physical activity, body weight exercises included, banded exercises included, right? Making the most out of what you have, right? So on the other hand, if you are not eating enough protein during this time, or you're also eating in a calorie deficit, there's a good chance that muscle loss will happen a bit faster. Because for those of you that are experienced in this way, when you have a goal of either building muscle or losing body fat, this is something that I focus on with all of my clients. We focus on one at a time, right? So if your goal is to build muscle, depending on if you're at a healthy level of body fat, what we can actually start to do is something called body recomposition. And this is something that I've talked about in previous podcast episodes. Or you can focus on simply trying to just lose body fat through that calorie deficit, through that structured lifting program, right? So this is also really important to make sure that during this time, just because your gym is closed and just because your workouts have to change drastically, this is really, really important that you don't just slash your calories during this time. One, because you're going to be miserable. And two, you're going to lose muscle at a faster rate and your body will do basically whatever it can to try to preserve the lean muscle that it does have. So please do not slash your calories during this time. 
I know you might be tempted to. I know you're probably really thinking that you need to restrict all of the food right now because you are not working out in the way that you're used to. But I promise you, right, after you get that initial self-satisfaction, right, you're going to do more harm than good in the long run by doing that. So please, 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 please do not just slash your calories due this time, right? So even if you took one to two weeks off from the gym completely, right? Something to also keep in mind is that you're not necessarily going to take 10 steps back, right? You may be pausing your rate of building muscle at this time, right? So you're going to be pausing your progress, not necessarily feeling or actually, you know, feeling like you are a complete failure now. So keep that in mind. It's better to pause than it would be to completely start over. So give yourself that understanding and cut yourself some slack in this area, woman here, superwoman, okay? It's okay to take this pause. Remember that this is something that you are not in control of, but what matters right now is adapting to the situation and doing the best that we can. And doing the best that you can during this time right, is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. And that is spoken, a quote directly from my father. And it recently has really, really struck with me, especially as I'm getting older, because of the fact that I do feel like I have to be superwoman so much. And that is my reminder to slow down. And that all you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. So keep that in the forefront of your mind. Okay. On another note, If you have been lifting, right, for a long time, the longer it will take for you to, quote, lose all of your progress, right? If you haven't been training for too long, your muscle and your strength may happen at a faster pace. So training age also really comes into mind here. And when I mean being that you are a bit more experienced, right, this means that you have followed a structured strength training program before, focused on progressive overload, right, focused on how heavy you're lifting, the reps, the sets, things like that, not just bouncing around from workout to workout and hit workout to lifting workout and this app to this app, right? Actually following a structured strength training program for a period of time. That's what I mean by experienced. So remember that any bit of resistance to your muscle at this time can help you to preserve the hard-earned muscle that you have worked so, so hard to be able to achieve. So I hope that was able to teach you something, guys. I know when I have talked about this with my clients, they feel so much better knowing that all of their hard work isn't just going to go to waste, that it sometimes might be a bit more of a pause, and that any form of resistance right now can help you preserve all of your hard work, okay? So I know right now that it is a struggle. I know right now that you are just dying to get back into the gym and work out in the way that you really enjoy and want to and that you're used to, right? But it also comes with just remembering right now that all you can do is all you can do and all you can do is enough and tell yourself that over and over and over again, okay? I promise you, It's going to be okay. This is a note to myself as well. You're going to find some different changes right now according to maybe your mood, right? Your sleep, right? Your activity level has changed, right? Your work schedule has changed. Your daily schedule has changed, right? So there's all these different factors going on in your life right now that are going to be impacting your health and your weight loss goal. And that's something to remember in the back of your head too. 
So we are going to be diving into today's podcast episode. And this is something that I also know that so many of you are struggling with right now. And it is how to manage stress eating, emotional eating, binge eating during this time. We're going to go over the physical aspects of this and also the mental and emotional ways that you might be feeling the urge to stress eat, emotionally eat, binge eat during this really stressful time that our world is going through, right? Because so much has happened in a very short period of time. So we're going to be diving into that and I will see you guys in the episode. This is the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Julia Feliciano. I'm a health and fitness coach and entrepreneur whose passion to help you find balance on your fitness journey so that you can stop falling off track on your weight loss goal stemmed from my own eating disorder triggered by myths in the health and fitness industry. You know, things like don't eat past 7 p.m., carbs are going to make you fat, and you must slave away on an elliptical to lose weight. In this podcast, I debunk fitness and nutrition myths with both brains and sass so that you can finally have a sustainable relationship with fitness, so that you can finally lose weight and keep it off, so that you can stop freaking out if your chicken is fried or grilled and stop saying no to social events because you're on a diet, so that you can finally see the beauty in your physical strength through lifting, so that you can finally have the confidence in your life to be the woman that you really want to be. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. How are you all doing today? What is going on in your world, right? I first want to ask how you all are doing, right? As you all know, there's so much going on. And right now, I want to remind you that all you can do is all you can do and all you can do is enough, right? So let that sink in for a little bit. If right now you are feeling like you have to be this perfect at-home workout queen, getting in all those workouts, right? Sticking to your diet, right? Losing all of this weight, seeing the scale go down every single day. I want you to remember that right now, all you can do is all you can do, and all you can do is enough. Now, that does not mean that you need to not work hard. That means, or that does not mean that you need to press pause on your weight loss goal right now. That does not mean that you should just give up. That does not mean that, you know, you don't need to work hard right now because you're cutting and giving yourself that slack, right? What I want you to remember is that any type of effort that you put in to yourself right now in bettering yourself in any type of way is worth it and that it is totally okay. And I know right now that you're feeling like you have to do all of the things, right? You're home more. Does that mean I need to cook more? Does that mean I need to have a perfectly clean home? Does that mean I need to be Betty Crocker and baking, right? All of these thoughts that are going through our head, these are also thoughts that are going through my head. And I want you to know that you're not alone in these struggles that we are all going through right now, right? And it's important doing during this time to remember that you don't have to do anything by yourself. 
any type of support that you are able to receive during this time to help take the stress off of what it is that we're all going through is totally okay. It's okay to ask for help. And if you need that help or you just want someone to be able to listen to you and hear you, right? Feel free to message me on Instagram, right? Let me know what it is that you're going through. Let me know if you just need to vent and I would be so happy to simply just be there for you, okay? So what we're going to be talking about today is how to manage stress eating, emotionally eating, binge eating during this time, right? So we're going to be going over the physical aspects of this, the physical reasons, right? why you may be feeling the urges to stress eat, emotionally eat, or binge eat, right? And then we're also going to be going over the mental and emotional things to ask yourself during this time to try to either limit this as much as possible, right? Or stop it altogether. So let's get right into it today. And now the first thing that I want to ask you, right, and we're going to dive into the physical aspects first, are the physical. How has your sleep been? Are you sleeping during this time, right? If you aren't sleeping, right, or maybe your sleep schedule is all over the place because right now you are home more, right, maybe you're going to bed later, whatever it is, right, the physical aspect of this You're not just crazy, so stop telling yourself that, am I just crazy that I feel the need to emotionally eat and binge eat or stress eat, right? There's a physical reason behind why this might be happening. And if you are finding that you are not sleeping well or not sleeping enough, right, the hormone leptin is involved with the regulation of your appetite, right? So the decrease in that leptin brought on by sleep deprivation can result in a constant feeling of feeling hungry, right? So maybe you just ate, right? And you're finding that you already need something else to eat, or you're finding that you're trying to snack a lot, right? So this is where it goes into what types of meals am I eating during the day? right? Am I eating snacks all day? Am I not eating, you know, quote, a well-balanced plate throughout the day, right? So for instance, and you guys know that I love my carbs, I am not against carbs in any way, but what might happen is say you have a bit of a carb-heavier breakfast, right? Or a carb-heavier lunch. And what I mean by that is there's no um, protein involved, right? So what starts to happen is you eat those carbohydrates, you eat whatever it is that you ate, right? And you get that immediate rush of energy just for it to come crashing down. So that's where I encourage you to remember that during this time, a way that you can somewhat control your appetite a little bit is by making sure that you were eating, quote, a well-balanced plate as much as you can during this time. So what that means is you have a protein source, you have a carb source, a complex carb and a simple carb, um, and then you also have a fat source with fiber in there as well. So that is basically what a well-balanced plate is. And do your best during this time with this extra time to maybe put some extra thought into the meals that you're eating right? Maybe you are used to just throwing something together super quick and then running out the door. And you know, you know, basically, well, I know that it tastes good. I know it might keep me full for a little while, right? But also try to put into perspective right now that with this extra time that we all have, 
right? Put some extra thought into possibly cooking a bit more, right? Possibly learning some different recipes, right? Whatever it is that can help you in this area and understand that that is a physical component into why you possibly feel like, oh my God, I just ate and now I'm ready to eat again. Okay. The next thing I want to ask you is how much water have you been drinking during this time? Right now, I know that typically when I have my normal work schedule, I tend to drink more water and I've noticed that I haven't been drinking as much water during this time and it's been a struggle of mine, right? So what I would encourage you to do during this time to the best of your ability, right? Start your day off with about 40 ounces of water to start, right? Because by then, for most of you, you're already going to be about Um, close to halfway or a little over halfway of what your total daily water intake typically needs to be. And that's anywhere from about half your body weight in ounces and more if you tend to be an athlete or you sweat a lot, right? So when you are already starting your day with trying to drink as much water as you can, right, that is going to help make sure that you are hydrated throughout the day, right? So when you are more hydrated, you're not going to feel possibly the urge to eat, right? And you're going to simply not, I'm not trying to say like drink water when you're hungry, right? But sometimes we think that we're hungry when in reality, we're actually dehydrated. So make sure that you have an understanding of how much water you are drinking per day, okay? The next thing, What is your stress levels like? And I know for so many of you right now, your stress levels are high. My stress levels are high, right? Things that we have done on the daily to manage our stress, right? Maybe that's going to the gym for you has been taken away from us, right? So when that stress is high, what's going to start to happen is you also might feel urges to eat more, because of the fact of the fluctuation in our hormones and cortisol and things like that on top of not possibly sleeping enough, right? So this is where I want you to really dig deep into trying to understand what can you do to manage your stress right now as much as you can. And now I know that the gym is your biggest stress relief. And I am right there with you guys Jiu-jitsu has been a huge stress relief for me over the last year. It got me out of some really, really dark times. It gets me through challenging days. It gives me something to look forward to. But what this situation has also put into perspective for me is that when something possibly gets taken from us, right, we have to have another way to cope with the emotions that we are going through. And that's where sometimes... Just having the gym as your only way of managing your stress is actually going to do you more harm because it got taken away. It can, it can get taken away from you at any moment. And I've said things before like, well, the gym will always be there. And right now, it's not for so many of us. So really, really ask yourself, what is it that I can do right now to manage my stress the best way I can? and not try to just cover it up. And I know it might be really, really hard, but that is going to give you a better and deeper understanding of yourself and what you need as a woman in order to fully fill your cup. So getting into the next physical component as to 
how to manage stress eating and emotional eating and binge eating during this time, right, is what type of food are you eating during the day? right? So when you wake up, what does your breakfast typically look like? What do your snacks typically look like, right? So this is kind of backtracking backtracking a little bit, right? Into during this time, give yourself that grace, but also really do the best that you can to prioritize eating in a way that's going to make sure that everything on your internal level is processing at the way that it needs to be and in order for you to be the healthiest version of you possible during that day right and now you're gonna have days where you're going to be eating I guess quote perfectly or days that feel really good and then you're gonna have days where like shit hits the fan right and I'm gonna share my own story with this last week when all of this was going on right I have been a basket of emotional roller coaster type of feelings because of this right i started my day off with my typical breakfast which is basically some egg whites with some veggies and egg over easy with avocado toast and some type of berry on the side like that's i literally eat that every single day and now i ate that and then during the day what also happened was i started to feel a bit hungry I was too lazy to prepare something that I knew would actually really fill me up and give me energy, right? So I started just kind of snacking on random things. We didn't have an actual like sit down dinner because I was lazy and didn't feel like cooking, right? And then the next thing I know, it was like nine o'clock and I was looking to snack and I was looking for something crunchy and I was, I think I ate like two cupcakes, right? (laughs) Right. So I want you to sit here and remember that some days are gonna be perfect and other days you're gonna have two cupcakes and that that is okay, but also that it's really important during this time that you learn something from it and understand, okay, why was I lazy? What was going on? Another example during this time is, I'll share my personal experience with you all with this, is I was also really lazy one morning and I did not feel like making myself eggs. So I made a protein shake with a bunch of mixed fruit and spinach and um, some peanut butter in there, right? And now when you actually make a protein shake with that type of ingredient list in it, those are typically what's going to allow you to try to stay as full as possible. And I tend to drink them really, really slow. And I, it didn't really keep me full very long, maybe an hour at most, right? And then I started to feel my mood going down. I started to feel grumpy. And then I started to feel lazy because I didn't have enough energy, right? So during this time, if you have to play around with the types of meals that you're eating, right, that can help you understand, okay, what works best for me and what doesn't work best for me. And what I learned is that for a breakfast, right, protein shakes, even with all that fruit and spinach and nut butter in it, right, really didn't do anything for me. And for the most likely reason why is because it's predominantly liquid, right? So that signals in the brain that you're not actually eating real food. But like I said, it can really, really depend on you and what you enjoy and what works well for you. And that just didn't work well for me. So this is during a time where you're going to actually get to know yourself and your physical habits towards food even better. So kind of look at that as a positive. All right, now we're gonna dive into the mental and emotional ways to manage stress eating and emotionally eating and binge eating during this time, 
So now that we got all the physical stuff out of the way as to why you're possibly doing this, right? Now let's dive into the more heart-wrenching stuff and the stuff that's not as easy to talk about, right? So the first thing I'm going to ask you, why are you reaching for food for comfort during this time, right? Is there no one else around for you to talk to about your stress or how this is all making you feel? Right? Are you by yourself most of the time? Do you push people away who try to be there for you? Do you feel like you're a burden to someone for sharing what it is that what's going on in this world right now is causing you to feel? Right? So first ask yourself there, why am I reaching for food for comfort during this time? The second thing I want you to ask yourself, what type of food are you reaching for? right? You're most likely not reaching for broccoli and chicken breast, right? You're most likely reaching for things that are a bit higher in calories, a bit higher in carbs, and a bit higher in fat. And that's totally okay, right? Because they are highly palatable foods that initially just make us feel really good because they're delicious. So sit there and ask yourself that. What types of food am I reaching for during this time? How do I feel after I eat the food, right? Are you feeling guilty? Are you feeling shameful? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling like you need to go run it off, right? What it is that you are feeling after eating the food can also correlate to your overall relationship with that food. And this goes into the next one. Am I eating the food because I told myself I couldn't have it during this quarantine, right? So maybe... You've lost all this weight leading up to it, right? You've made all of this progress in the gym, but then you get word that all gyms are closed. So you think that you have to clean up your diet. You think that you have to start restricting everything that you eat because you're afraid that you're going to gain weight and you're going to lose all of your progress, right? So sit there and ask yourself, are you eating the food because you told yourself that you couldn't have it, right? Also during this time, remember that if you choose to eat the cookie at 2 p.m., it's the same damn thing as if you decide to have it at 8 p.m. So don't beat yourself up if you ate in the middle of the day versus having the cookie at night, right? There's no difference in that time. The next thing we're going to get into is, am I feeling that need to restrict because I'm not working out in the same way that I normally do. And now I hope that you were able to learn something earlier in this podcast episode where I shared with you that it's okay right now. Now you're educated, right? Give yourself that grace and understanding that you're not going to just lose all of your progress. It's more like hitting a pause button, right? And the only way that you're going to lose all that progress is if you just completely stop doing anything at this time, right? So are you feeling that need to restrict because you're not working out in the same way that you normally do, right? The next thing I want to ask you is what type of food is mostly available to you in your house right now, right? So because all of this is going on, right? Maybe you stocked more up on carbs or there's more baked goods in the house, right? Or you haven't been cooking as much, 
right? So what type of food is mostly available for you to eat in your house right now? If your house is completely filled with foods that you know aren't going to make you really full, right? They're not going to really help you progress in managing your health in a more positive way, in a balanced way, right? So really sit here and ask yourself, what type of food is mostly available to eat in my house right now? And if you're finding that some healthier options are not there, right, then that's where maybe it would benefit you to do a bit of a healthy food shopping in the best way that you can. But most importantly, making sure that your food shopping is balanced. So I'm not sitting here saying don't buy the cookies. I'm sitting here saying buy the cookies, but also buy the protein and also buy the vegetables as well. Okay, the next thing I want to ask you, and this is the last thing of the mental and emotional reasons as to why you are possibly binge eating and stress eating and emotionally eating, right? Are you telling yourself that there is no point in trying to continue on your weight loss goal right now? Right? Because of the fact that gyms are closed, because of the fact that now you have to work out from home, right? So sit here and remember that that is your ego talking and that is your all or nothing mentality talking to you right now that is your superwoman talking to you right now so tell yourself this there is a point to me eating in a way that i know makes my body feel good and my soul feel good there is a point for me to move my body in any way that i can right now and the fact that i'm telling myself that there's no point is me giving up on myself and me feeling like things need to be perfect. Why do you feel like things need to be perfect? And I know right now we're all looking for some type of control because things have been taken away from us, been taken away from us in such a short period of time and an intense period of time. We're all looking for some type of control. But the best way that you can resume some type of normalcy in your life is by being in control of yourself and not focusing and feeling the need to hold on so tightly onto the things that you know is your ego talking. So all of these mental and emotional reasons that I talked about are the reasons that I want you to really dive deep into trying to understanding about yourself. I know I talked about the physical things like sleeping and managing your stress and um, drinking more water, right? Having a more well-balanced plate. Those are the easy things for us to manage right now. But the mental and the emotional Things that we are going through because of the fear of gaining weight, because of the fear of losing all of our progress, right? Those are the things that are keeping us awake at night. Those are the things that we're struggling with so much. Those are the things that are keeping us stuck. Those are the reasons why we look in the mirror and we don't like what we see, right? So I really want you to sit here and I want you to tackle the mental and emotional reasons that you are feeling the urges to binge eat and stress eat and emotionally eat. But I want you to also know that you're not alone because I know how lonely that feels. I know what it's like to binge eat in secret. I know what it's like to order food for yourself, right? And tell the worker behind the counter that it's for somebody else and looking at your phone and being like, wait, what do they want? Because that used to be me. 
And I don't want you to have to go through that anymore. I want you to tackle the mental and emotional reasons. I want you to have hope for yourself during this time. I want you to put yourself first in any type of way that you can. And I want you to remember that you are so much stronger than you give yourself credit for. And I want you to know that you're not alone. And I want you to know that it's okay to reach out for help. You don't have to suffer in silence. It's okay to let someone know that they've helped you and that you are worthy of doing that. We are all going through so much right now, but we at least owe it to ourselves to understand ourselves and to take care of ourselves the best way that we can. Because I know right now that you're also feeling the pressure to take care of your husband, to take care of your home, to take care of your finances, to take care of your children, maybe to take care of your mom. I know that you're feeling pulled to help anyone that might need it right now because you're loving and giving. You guys are like me and you want to be able to help, help, help. But if our cup is empty, we're not going to be able to take care of ourselves and we're damn for sure not going to be able to take care of anybody else in our life. Okay, so I hope you all were able to learn something from this podcast episode if you are looking for more support right now right and you're looking for a community of women who are going through the same thing and you want me in your corner to be able to help you at any time that you need help right or you want to ask my opinion on something right and you want to learn weekly things to help you on your weight loss goal right ranging from effective workouts ranging from even more debunking of fitness and nutrition myths that are causing you to gain the same 10 pounds over and over again right this is where my free facebook community lift nourish and thrive with julia feliciano can help you all you have to do is search for that in the search bar on Facebook and I would love to take you in to our community right now to help you in any way that I can. This is where we need support. This is where we need help. This is where we need to know that we're not feeling alone because I know that you're feeling really alone with this. And this is where my Facebook group and this is where I can come in to help you in any way that I can because you deserve the help. So like I said, all you have to do is search for Lift, Nourish and Thrive with Julia Feliciano on Facebook and I would love to welcome you into our community. So thank you all so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. It means the world to me when I hear from all of you about how much my podcast has helped you and how you look forward to episodes, right? This is why I decided to have a podcast, right? Even because I did it on such a whim going on two years ago, right? And I'm just really grateful for anyone who tunes in and listens and shares with me what they've learned and how it's helped. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and I will see you guys next Wednesday. Take care of yourself, stay happy, stay healthy, fill your cup. We are all in this together and I will talk to you guys next week. Have a good night. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast episode of the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. It would mean so much for me for you to leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes 
share a review. Let me know what your biggest takeaways from today's episode are. Share with me what it is that you have learned from tuning into the podcast weekly on Wednesdays when new episodes are released. When you leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes, it allows for the podcast to be seen. And when the podcast is seen, we are able to help even more women out there understand what Lift, Nourish, and Thrive is all about. And we are able to continue to further change the lives of so many women out there. So thank you so much for tuning into the episodes, and I will see you guys next week.